Attention parents and coaches. Do you wish you had a safe social media platform for your youth athletes? Fortunately for you, there's a revolutionary new app that helps with just that. Introducing Small Player Big Play. Small Player Big Play app provides young athletes, parents, and coaches a user-friendly sports social media platform. The app allows users to connect with friends, make new friends, create groups, text, chat, and post pictures and videos of you and your teammates participating in your favorite sport or activity. To begin, users can simply download and sign up for the app using an email account. Younger users have the ability to sign up using their smartphone and a parent's email address. From there, users can begin to interact and engage with other users of the app. Small Player Big Play app also gives users the ability to live stream full games and events. You can live stream your event so that friends, family, or anyone in the world can see you in action. Users can also share posts from the app to their other social media accounts like Facebook and Twitter. What are you waiting for? Get in the game and share your love of sports with the world. Download the Small Player Big Play app today. Are you ready to listen to my dad Joe and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J Raff Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J Raff Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time? With a focus on football. Kansas City 31, San Francisco 20. Mahomes takes the snap. He's just going to throw it long for Demarcus Robinson. It is going to use up all the time. The game is over. And the Chiefs kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. You know, Justin, it was a very fortuitous timing of me to spend the last week or so just browsing eBay to add some items to my Wilson Football Archive. And what I landed on this week was some trading cards. Um, I was able to grab a, a John Gilmore Penn State card, which was a lot of fun. But obviously, because of the duration that Chad Henney has played in the NFL, there's a lot of Chad Henney cards out there. And I was uh, I picked some up this week. This week. They just came, um, a few of them, yesterday. Um, and man, that was, uh, that was really great timing. Yes. I have to say it was yes. good timing on my part to dive into um the the Chad Henney trading card sphere because <laughs> well well I mean I don't even know what else to say about what we just saw this afternoon. Um That was pretty that was pretty was fun. Pretty epic and that's going to be the focal point of pretty much everything we talk about yeah. this evening. We know there's another game going on. Uh, we want to welcome everyone into the Joe Mays and JRAF show. Uh, you are here listening to us uh, live on episode um, two, excuse me, three hundred and twenty-four, 
and I'm not here alone. It's not just me. My partner, Justin Raffoff, is sitting across from me. And boy, Justin, uh, it's been a while since I've been this excited for something football related that isn't, you know, specifically Wilson, Penn State, or my Dolphins or your Eagles. No. Who would have thought that Berks County, Southeastern, South Central Pennsylvania would be so excited, as you said, for the Chiefs against the Browns? Right. So last week we were sitting here as the beginning of the Browns-Steelers game was going on. And once again, the idea of expectations changing, right? And and perspective changing on all these things. During that game, because you're like, man, if the Browns lose this game, that's so much worse than just losing a game, you know, like all that stuff. And they didn't. They won. Um, and then in this game, perfect example again of like, you know, it, it's going along. And I, I was probably pulling for the Chiefs, you know, like if you know, like that's that's the rooting interest I had. But I was definitely in the oh, I'd be really happy for Cleveland if they won. I've got right. some friends that some good friends that are that are Browns fans. Um, I mean, it's like, how can you not be happy for the, like, I understand like if they're your right, you know, if you're the Steelers fan or something, like I get that, but I'm not, you know? So that's another thing, like watching it, the Steelers not be there and the Browns be there would, that, that would have been something, you know, like, but then that all came crashing down when, when Chad got in the game, it went from like, I'd prefer the chiefs to win this to, Oh my gosh! I want the Chiefs to win, and I want them to win bad. Right. Um, and again, it's not because my perspective on the Browns changed at all. Like I still would have been happy for the Browns, but let, all of a sudden it was going to have to be fair or unfair. We've talked about this a lot too, based on the quarterback. It was going to have to be at the expense of someone I was rooting for. Right. So, yeah, when when Chad game went in the game, and you knew it right away with when the. When Mahomes, and actually early in the game with Mahomes like hobbling around, you just were like, oh, well, maybe he'll get in for a play or two here if they're still checking him out. You know, that didn't happen. But when Mahomes got up and did the like the wobbly boxer kind of move, you knew you're like, oh, he's done. Yeah, you, you knew know, right like, away, this isn't, this isn't great. This isn't ideal. There, right. There's a problem here. And like immediately, obviously, like, no one. No. That supports Chad wants to capitalize no. because no. Patrick got injured. Like no. we all understand. Like my mother-in-law loves Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes. Steelers fan, like through right. and through, loves Patrick Mahomes because of what he does for the community. Oh, he seems yeah. like such a great guy. Right, right. And we had Chad on the show last year talking about how great yeah, yeah. Patrick is. Like no one wants to see Mahomes get injured. No. But when it happens, I want Chad there because this is what happens. Right. right. We get to this awesome awesome uh event that uh I, I don't even know like i'm almost at a loss for words here of what to say he kind of he became a viral sensation oh my Social gosh yes. media blew yes, up yes and um, we are uh, definitely going to uh show that and, and talk about it um but um why don't you do a quick recap of the game okay. while i get myself situated so, here so it started out chiefs took an early lead um and then and then we're up and all of a sudden it looks like Oh well, they may, you know, they may be starting to run away with this. And then next thing you know, the Browns have a chance to get it to a one-score game. Um, I believe, I believe it was sixteen to three at this point. And the Browns have the ball, um, and they complete a long pass. And Higgins, the wide receiver for the Browns, 
is diving for the pylon and gets hit and fumbles the ball just short of the pylon. It goes out the end zone. And it was interesting because it went out of bounds, but there was also another receiver, I think maybe a tight end for, uh, it might've been Joku. Uh, um, and he's in the end zone and he is trying to dive on the ball because he knew like the ball was out, but it was out of bounds. And immediately I was like, that's a touchback. Like, I was like, unless he got to the line beforehand, it's a touchback. Like, that was my immediate thought. Then they come back from the commercial because they're reviewing it. And they're like, oh, by the way, it should have been helmet to helmet, but it that's not reviewable. And, like, to be honest, like, I hadn't even thought of that because I just thought, oh, big hit. I know there's a lot of people. Don't get me wrong. It, it by the rule, everything, it should have been a penalty. That being said... I like I don't get the people who are like, oh, I can't believe they they missed that call. That guy is watching the goal line. He is not watching <laughs> the hit. The he was it. watching the goal line, especially in that situation where it wasn't a goal like it wasn't a play from the goal line where I know like some of their positioning changes. This was position this was a play from deep down the field. It was like 30 40 yards almost, I think. I think they were just by the 40 yard line when this happened. So like it wasn't like they were set up there. He was watching to see. Now, they they still missed it. Like I understand, and it's easy for me to say because it wasn't my team. I would have been right. I would have been ballistic oh, yeah. if it oh, was my yeah. team. Yeah, and I know I understand that there's a lot of them, right. Um, pretty upset about it. So. However, like okay, so you don't there, and I know there's people upset about the rule that has nothing to do with the officials. The 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 rule of the end zone fumble. That's. The hit to the helmet aside, that is the correct ruling. Like that's it, not up for debate. You can say it's a stupid rule, and I I may agree with that. Um, I heard, you know, I thought Bill Cower brought up an interesting point. I think at halftime, he's like he, in his opinion, he and to be fair, this is not a new rule. This has been around for years. There's a big play with the Jets. I think maybe last year where this happened, or maybe two years ago now with the Jets, because the Jets haven't had many big plays. But like. Um, it's one of those where it comes up every few years. There's a big play and it's hard to say like, Oh, it's not, you know, obviously there's a big place. If you're talking about fumbles into the end zone and then out the back or out the side of the end zone, it's always a big play. It's a, it would have been a scoring play, but, um, but anyway, that, that's the rule. Um, Cower had suggested, and he had said this, that he, this has been his thought for years was that, it often should retain the ball, but it's their ball at the 20 yard line, you know, which I think is an interesting take. Like it would take more, there'd have to be more nuance than that. What is it first and goal at the 20, you know, or in, in, the, in this instance, or would it be whatever the next down is, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, like, I feel like you can't just give it to them at the spot of the right. fumble. Cause then you're penalizing the defense for the offense. Like the offense would be, like incentivize the fumble, you know, like it wouldn't make any sense. Right. Um, so I don't know, like it, it, it isn't, it does seem like a bad rule, but it comes up every couple of years when it happens. It every time everybody's like, it seems like a bad rule. And you know what? Here's the thing I don't feel bad about the coaches. There's coaches on the competition committee and they're the ones who don't change it. Right. 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 So like, you know, I, I don't know what you want me to say. So the coaches have the ability to change it and they just don't. 
Um, so what was the score at halftime again? It well, so here's the All thing. Right, I'm gonna have to cut. That's you fine. Out that's for fine. A second here, because um, we're talking about Chad. Why not just talk to Chad about Chad? So why don't we um, do that now and bring him in now? Chad. Joey, what's up? Hey, oh, man. How gosh. you doing? Good. How you doing? Oh, really good. And I'm very thankful that you're able to give us a few minutes here. Justin and I, you know, we have our regular Sunday night show. And as we're watching the game, we're just like, man, wouldn't it be sweet if we could talk to Chad after this incredible uh, performance? Um, so uh, how are you feeling right now? Good. Good. Uh, after coming down and, you know, seeing my family back home now, we're just having pizza and kind of enjoying it. So. It's all good. Yeah. Well, we don't want to take you away from your family that long. We just wanted to uh, talk to you a little bit about the about the game this afternoon and uh, just uh, really congratulate you because um, you, like Justin and I said at the top of our show, who would have ever thought that you'd have uh, South Central, Southeastern Pennsylvania really care about a Kansas City-Cleveland football game? Uh, <laughs> but you really rallied the troops here um, and – you just you had everything going. Social media was just going nuts. Um, I don't know if you've been able to see any of the amazing posts that have been out there from uh, your own team and ESPN and others. But um, I what just take us through the moment. What was it like uh, getting to trot out there um, in in the playoffs for your your first playoff game action? Yeah, I mean, I was obviously really excited. I mean, obviously, you never want to see a guy like Patrick go down, but. That's what I'm here for. That's what I prepare each and every week for. And, um, you know, there's a lot of great players around me. So thankful in that. And they made me feel confident once I entered the huddle and said I, they had my back. And it was just, you know, a lot of fun just getting there. And I think the week prior to that against the Chargers helped out as well with the preparation and kind of getting the full game underneath my belt. Um, but all in all, uh, just glad we got the win. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And, and Justin pointed out, as soon as he got here to talk with me this evening, he said, Andy Reid, the, the, the offensive play calling didn't change a single part of it. They had the full amount of confidence that you could run the offense and take care of what you uh, needed to. And you rewarded them on that final drive. Uh, what did you see on that third and long play? Um, where you sprinted, uh, and we, I still maintain you got the first yeah, down. Yeah, I agree. It looked like you had the first down to me. You had the first <laughs> down, but um, what was going through your mind as you dropped back the pass on that third and long, knowing that a first down seals the win? Yeah, I mean, uh, just going through my progression and, uh, you know, looked right, came across left, and, you know, they did a great job of, you know, covering, you know, the first two primaries. And once I came left, I just felt like the pocket was closing in and, felt like I could get it outside. And when I saw all the green grass, I was like, wow, maybe I can get it. And, uh, you know, just took off. And for some reason, the defender was kind of like boxing out to Marcus Robinson. So I knew I had a chance. And I looked over to the left and saw the uh, marker. And I was like, all right, I'm going to get this and just try to lower my head and dive and get it. And I felt like I was there, but... I think on the replay, just that my elbow came down short, but it, you know. it, it was very close, and uh, it was an, an incre incredible uh, moment. Everyone was going nuts. You could you could feel the tension, even though there's no one here watching with me. I could just tell everyone was flipping out and uh, checking out social media after the fact. That is absolutely true. Uh, and I saw a post. I think it was Next Gen Stats said that you were moving faster than any of the other Cleveland Browns that were on the field at that moment. And a lot of people were saying they didn't know you had those moves. Uh, 
stuffed in you. And, uh, you know, Justin and I, we, we adapted this show to become the Chad Henney Appreciation Show this evening after your performance. We just, people wanted to see more of you. So we're actually pull up some Wilson highlights here in a bit. But um, <laughs> take us through the final play and then we'll let you go. We don't want to take up too much of your time. But the fourth down play, was there any any moment where they told you if you get this look, you know, try to get him off sides to take take a timeout or whatnot, or were you going with that that out route to Tyreek Hill the whole time? No questions asked. Yeah, no questions asked. I mean, we talked about it, and the good thing about it, Saturday night before um, the game on Sunday, we go over it as quarterbacks, me, Patrick, and um, the coaching staff. Uh, fourth and one, fourth and five, and fourth and ten plays. And we pick our own play, what we would like in that situation. And that was my top play uh, if I were in the game at the time. So it was like, uh, you know, all of us in decision that we liked that play. And, you know, it was man-to-man coverage. And Tyreek just had to win his one-on-one matchup. And he did quick. And, um, you know, just had to put the ball where it needed to be. Yeah, I mean, no one saw that coming. The commentators were saying, how "Right, they they're like, oh, they're not gonna, off. they're not gonna snap it, they're not gonna snap it," and, and then like it snaps it, and I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, I, here we go!" And <laughs> I was, yeah, it was just an incredible, incredible moment. And last thing, you know, immediately we see Patrick Mahomes tweet after the game. Uh, he's having a little fun with it. Uh, you know, the the anything is possible on any given Sunday. Um, you guys seem to have a great relationship. Were you able to talk to him after the game? Yeah, he he was uh, the first guy that met me in the locker room, and um, you know it was it was a really cool moment. I mean, you know, we're we spend the most time together, obviously us in the quarterback room, and um, for all we you know give and take from each other and learn from each other, it was just a really cool moment for him to be proud of me and um, you know be happy for me. Well, everyone is proud of you and happy mm-hmm. for you here in Berks County. Uh, a lot of love going out to you, and uh, we appreciate you taking time here to talk with us. Uh, best of luck to you, the Chiefs, and best wishes uh, coming from us. And uh, we really thank you for uh, taking the time to talk to us for a few minutes here, Chad. Yeah, congrats, Sure, Chad. absolutely. Thank you, guys, and thank you to the community back home. I know everybody was excited, and I appreciate all their support. All right. Well, congratulations again. And uh, maybe we'll get to talk to you again in another month or so. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, See you, man. Chad. Thanks. All right. Take care. All right. So oh, my gosh. I've been working on that. Was hoping maybe it would come through, but I know he's a super busy oh, guy. Yeah. And I don't want, you know, I don't want to interrupt the family time because that's the most important thing. But um if if he could make it happen i was gonna see if we could get it done and uh i appreciate him taking the a few minutes here to talk with us um because you know we say oh we saw this we saw that the commentator do the same yeah. thing but we don't know exactly what's going on we right. might as well just ask well, the person in charge it's it's interesting because they had uh fourth and short in uh when they played the um when they played the dolphins uh similar scenario fourth and short first down wins the game and that's the play they ran. Um, and now it wasn't Chad in the game at that point, but it, it was interesting. And I think, you know, that just gives you some insight into that level of preparation again, where like at the NFL, man, it's just, it it's a level beyond what a lot of people, you know, to have every quarterback, well, I say every, both quarterbacks on the roster, you're like pick, all right, these are the plays I want in this specific scenario. If, we if we need it you know and then basically but that's just that's the level of detail that you go with because you know it becomes a comfort level like you know that's why 
That's why they didn't have to take the time out. You know, they didn't have to take the time out to say, Chad, what, what do you want here? You know, we, we're going for it. What, what do you think is the best thing to do here? You know, they, they had already gone over that the night before. Um, yeah, it, it's incredible. I'm happy for him. They, man, that run was, that was awesome too. Yeah. to set it oh, up. And, man. and awesome when, well, that? and again, to go back to like, you know, just shocking the world in the sense that they're like, after the sack, which again, I'm sitting there and uh, my mom was like, oh no, sack. I was like, that's better than an incompletion because the clock's still running. And then I think Tony Romo says, right. well, better than an incompletion. Right. So we're sitting there and then I'm like, all right, well, this is what I do. I was like, I run it now. I was like, I just run it and like I run that draw or whatever, you know, and just if I get four, five, six yards and then I run it down and I just punt it at the end of that. Right. And then you just, your defense has to hold for the minute 15, minute 10 that would be left after all of that. But oh, man. So I'm like, there we go. Well, then they drop back to pass. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to pass it. Because that's what Romo's saying too. He's like, you know, he, he's like, well, well, if Mahomes is in there, they're probably just going to pass it. You know, they, you go with your starter, but with the running, with the, you know, with Henny in, you, you just got to probably, probably going to run it. Well, no, they, they did it. And then they go for it, man. And like when, when they weren't in, like I said, when when Chad didn't line up under center, I was like, okay, yeah. You I was for like, sure. I was like, they may try and like run him up and draw him off sides, but I thought for sure, I thought they might go for it, but I thought for sure they were going to run it all the way down and then call timeout with one second left, um, and then decide whether or not to run their play. And I think that's what everyone thought. It's what the commentators thought. It's what I thought. Like I said, I'm not in NFL mind. I think it's what the Browns thought. I think it's what the Browns on the field thought. Um, I didn't think that. Oh my gosh! Like I just. <laughs> Okay, but I, I mean, obviously, Chad had to execute. Everyone had to execute. Yeah. Chad is the quarterback. He's going to get the love and the hate if it doesn't oh, work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and someone else that feels the same wrath after the quarterback is going to be your head coach, offensive coordinator, the guy calling right. the shots. Andy Reid. Oh how my gosh. Incredible. I mean, it's incredible because it worked. Because if it didn't work, everyone would be like, "Why did you do that?" Right. Why, why didn't you right. run the ball? Why right. didn't you you've got you know, you know or you know run a sweep to Tyreek Hill, get the ball in Tyreek Hill's hands, try something well, but like, I did. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying like something more direct, you know, but like yeah, like it it is kind of interesting because yeah, there there was a lot that but it was like that the whole time. He, they I now I am sure there are certain plays that they would be more likely to call with Patrick Mahomes than they were with Chad, but like the style of play calling did not change in the game right. based on who was in the game, which says a lot. This is what we're going to do to beat the Browns. And just because Patrick's not in there in the moment doesn't mean we're going to change. Right. Well, and I, I, I think back to when we had Chad on a, a while ago and he was talking about what it's like to play for Andy and how, like how it's always, he's always challenging every player. Like what you need to like know your playbook and, they're always adding new wrinkles in and they're all like it and how it keeps everyone so engaged and all this stuff. And that's what everyone was talking about, how like it's the team and they're all out there to pick each other up. And yeah, you see it with, with Mahomes being so happy for Chad, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, it was, it was a great, great way to do that. Like I, I do feel bad for Cleveland fans. Cause I'm like, they, it, cause again, if it would have stayed like a, if they would have stayed ahead multiple scores, it would just, it is what it is. But like they had the momentum and the ball and just couldn't get it done. Yeah. Um, 
I was a little surprised. Now, not in the situation because it was four, it would have been fourth in like nine. I was surprised that they punted when they did because of the timeout situation. But at the same time, like you, you got to put it on your defense to get the ball back there, and they they weren't able to do it. Um, yeah, it was man, but that run was huge because if he doesn't run it so close, then what do you do? If he doesn't get to the line. Or even close, you know. I do they punt it then? Like, right. you know, I think fourth and three and sh- and shorter, they probably still run it, like run the play. But anything more than that, I don't know that they do it because but, if you're in an obvious passing down, I don't know what they do. But I say that, but Andy didn't seem to really care. Like he just he was calling his game, and and he went with it. Well, I mean, right. I think one of the the emphasis to that was right at the beginning of when Chad came in, they call this play um, on third and five that, and Chad delivered to Travis Kelsey. I actually have it pulled up here. Let's take a look. Uh, I mean, he threads the needle. It is a perfect pass. He stands in the pocket, just goes right in between two Browns defenders to hit Travis Kelsey uh, to keep the drive alive and to eat some more clock. Uh, It was just a a great, great pass, great execution, great call, um, a great run after catch. Um, by Kelsey. But, I mean, just look at Chad. He just hangs out in the pocket. He knows where he wants the ball to go. He hits it in between the two Browns. And, uh, and yeah, so that was uh, that was wonderful. Uh, that was uh, the first big one that, that came up. Um, and then we get to the last drive. Um, uh, forgive me, CBS. I did record this on my phone. But um, I think they'll, they'll be okay with that, I think. Um, so it's a 30-second long clip here. I'll see if I can get the audio. Um, but it, it's uh well let's let's just take a watch. Just take a watch. Here we go. So it's third and four with about yeah. three and fifteen to play. An unbelievable read by Henny because the, the everything's going to the right. William sneaks out left and sees the soft coverage. Yeah. He turns and, and delivers the ball to him. Um, huge. Third and four with three minutes to play. Gets the first down, which guarantees you more clock to eat. Uh, Cleveland, I think, had one timeout at this, at this moment. But um, that was the, the second of a, a few plays that we wanted to show. Um, let's see if we can pull up another one that I... Uh, May or may not have recorded myself. Well, it's interesting because you talk about the read, and I just know, like, I know there are some people who are like, oh, my gosh, Chad's got to be, like, losing his mind. I was like, no. I was like, everyone else is. I was like, I'm sure his family is. But I was like, he's probably just the same old, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I prepared, you know. like, And, again, it, I think it's hard for people to understand how literally for years he's kind of, like, just been that guy who's you always got to be ready. And well, I mean, here it is. You see it like, I think uh, until two weeks ago, he hadn't started a game in six years. It was right. back in 2014 with the Jaguars. Uh, so people, honestly, most people outside of, you know, Kansas city, Jacksonville, probably still Michigan right. uh, and this area. No, you don't know. Do you know the backups of every NFL team? 
No. No, you don't know the no. backup quarterbacks. And, and, and let's be fair. You and I know more backups than, and we than know the a lot average of backup fan. quarterbacks. Yes. Right. I mean, we know a lot of random, probably the uh, the backup long snapper on a few teams. I mean, if more teams started spending their second round picks on them, like, then <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Not you bitter know, over so that at all. When, every time Chad's name is then mentioned by the mainstream, the big sports places like ESPN, right. CBS, Fox, NBC, you know, Pro Football Talk, uh, your commentators that have big, you know, verified followings on social media, you get the people that comment, I didn't know. Right. And they're not like, they're not being jerks about it. They're literally saying, oh, I didn't realize he was still in oh, the yeah, league. Oh, yeah, because we have that all, that happens to us all the time. Like, yeah, when we're watching we're a like, game, you're like, oh, oh that playing? guy's still in the league. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so you had those opportunities. Well, now you're in a nationally televised game, a playoff game. We're into the, the you know, the final eight teams left go. Uh, and you have arguably the biggest quarterback get injured and right away people are like oh who's coming in and you get to see people saying chad henny chad henny's still in the league how long has he been in the league yeah he's been he's been in the league a while right but he's gotten there for a reason and we've seen a lot um paul roberts has mentioned every time chad comes up in conversation especially leading up to that week 17 start of his saying that he's gotten there and we we've known this we've seen this we've asked the question he's gotten there because of his work ethic because of his dedication because he just puts his head down and grinds um during the season and out of the season and this is the moment that it paid off did it go perfectly no and he'd tell you that it didn't go perfectly but when it mattered right he got the job done. Right. When they needed him to make the biggest plays, he made the three biggest plays. And, and we're going to see um, a, a pretty big one here. I still maintain that he got this first down. He, he did. He, his elbow was down, but his, the ball was at the chain. That's, what, that that's point. what I thought. So let's take a look here uh, at this play. His elbow is down past the line. Come on, refs. That's okay. But see, it's okay because we know what's coming next. Right, right. It's okay because we know what's coming next. I don't want to get hit by the NFL ban hammer. I don't know how long I can leave this up there. (laughs) Um, Putting your body on the line. And there are some great memes. (laughs) Uh, They even show that in slow motion. Like... Puts his head down, and knows where the first down is. He doesn't put his hand down until that marker. I know. That was a terrible and the, and spot. And the ball is past his hand. That's a terrible spot. Right. So, yeah, but it was great hearing. Tony Romo was all about it. Like, Tony Romo oh, was yeah. a Chad Henney fan. Yeah. After oh, this game, Tony Romo was well, a Chad he Henney loves, fan. He likes quarterbacks, you know? Well, of so course like, he does. <laughs> right. So, like, you know, what a story. And, like, how can he not be excited about it? Like, oh, my gosh. And then he gets up all fired up, you know. That's Yo, I just wish yeah. they he would have they would have given it to him, right, right. You know, but you get it done on the next play, right, right. You oh, don't, you don't they, feel sorry for you, yourself. They have you pass it, right. That's right, Tony. Oh like his arm is down, but it's the ball isn't right. The the ball is at the marker. Well, but again, like like we said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because uh, they came back and, um, you know, Andy Reid just like, it's fine. We'll take care of it. It's okay. Um, I'm trying to see if I have that. Uh, I don't think I have 
the pass. Here, it might be in this little post-game clip that I have here. So let's take a look and listen to this one. Here it is. This is the play they love to run under pressure. They did it against the Miami Dolphins at one at the end of the game. No, thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> did it against the Miami Dolphins. There's Chad. Little, little love on CBS post game, and they talk about him here for a bit if you can hear it. The interception, we got to admit that was really bad, but he surely made up with it for it and the plays he made in that last drive. No doubt about it. Like you said, Boom, we hope that Patrick Mahomes is all right. We do hope that he plays. We have a tweet from Patrick Mahomes, who, of course, was watching him, and it says, anything is possible, right? <laughs> That's great. So everybody's taking uh, a shot. Hey, yeah. As you continue on, but isn't that an indication of a team-oriented attitude by the superstar? No doubt about it. I mean, he's sitting back trying to figure out if he's going to be healthy, if he's going to play next week, but still cheering for his teammate, Henny, and everybody's going to have a shot at Henny tonight. <laughs> <laughs> last play call though. fourth and inches right you have a quarterback who threw his first playoff pass in a game he throws an interception which was bad and in that moment we're all sitting in the studio and we're saying okay what is he going to do is he going to try to draw the defense offside i'm yelling get in the, get get under center and let's do a qb sneak and coach you're saying well let's just punt the ball put the defense out there for a second i thought tyree kill was going to go out of bounds yeah yeah like to see in that moment and andy reese said you know what i got faith in my backup quarterback I got faith in Tyreek Hill, and we are going to complete a pass, not a run. We're going to complete a pass to ice the game, which is so Andy Reid in the Kansas City. We've seen so. So that was uh, CBS post game again. Don't ban me, NFL CBS. I'm sorry. Just trying to celebrate an achievement here, having some fun. Um, so that was like, that. This is all happening so quickly i'm trying to record these things i'm trying to send them out and my phone starts blowing up with notifications because of all the social media right. um, my coach account the wilson accounts you know facebook i'm trying to put this off on instagram i got the henny for starter guys like all like freaking out like we're we're just we, each of us is posting stuff and we're liking and retweeting everything and then everyone's diving in and sending out their pictures and like just their celebrations it was so much fun you know, and then we get the, the official Chiefs account sending stuff right, out, which right. is which is fun. Uh, well, I actually started with, and they mentioned this: the heady thing is possible. Yes. Patrick Mahomes, which two weeks ago when he got the start, mm -hmm. um, Mahomes grabbed the the card that is down there in in my um, my archive, my my chest, the uh, big thirty three Chad Henney in his uh, big thirty three uh, Pennsylvania outfit from um, the summer of two thousand and four, uh, and. Uh, Patrick Mahomes tweeted that out and that became a huge thing. Um, anything is possible. And he comes back with it here with, with a celebratory gif. And then we get uh, the official Kansas City Chiefs account um, tweeting it. Hugs. Chad Henney. Chad Henney. So uh, that was a lot of fun. But of course, it didn't stop there. Then we started to get uh, a whole bunch more. So then. Um, uh, my buddy at PA Football History tweets out a picture of the Henny for Starter sticker that I sent to him with the Wilson Bulldog stickers uh, a few months back. Uh, a lot of fun there to see that. Um, you know, and then the Athletic sends out their recap about the Kansas City Chiefs winning. Um, the headline mentions Patrick Mahomes leaving injured, but the photo is a pumped up Chad Henny celebrating the victory. Um, 
And then I mentioned about buying Chad Henney cards recently was a solid investment. I stand by that. Reading Eagle tweeting out their link to the AP story. Um, so a lot of fun. And, and then you start getting the other people that were watching the game, and they've got they've got some jokes, and, and I yes, like the jokes; yes, they're yes. pretty funny. Um, this guy right here um, about Chad getting that first down or attempting to get the first down. Um, <laughs> a picture of uh, the Simpsons character um, diving through the window. Just give up your body, just anything to get that first down. Absolutely love it. Um, NFL UK got in the Chad Henney appreciation tweet with the. Uh, with the run there. I like the Steelers Nation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the CBS Sports, you know, then everyone starts tweeting out the, you know, the statistical yep. stuff. Uh, CBS says that Chad hadn't won a game as a starter or uh, in a game that he played since 2013. Uh, he hadn't ever thrown a postseason pass. We heard them talk about that on the CBS po- post game, but then, of course, they finished it up with Chad Henney just put it all on the line to help lift the Chiefs to the AFC Championship game. And it should be noted, everyone's talking about how the Chiefs are now in their third straight AFC Championship game. Yeah. This is Chad Henney's fourth straight AFC yes. Championship game. Yeah. Let's not That's crazy. forget Jacksonville four years ago That's when crazy. Chad Henney was on that team. Should have been to the Super Bowl that year. They choked to the Patriots at the end, unfortunately. And while I feel bad team. for them, I'm I'm okay with the way that one played out. <laughs> right, right. And then here we get to the next-gen stats that I mentioned to, yeah. to Chad uh, when he was on with us just a few minutes ago. Next-gen stats says, on 3rd and 14, leading 22-17, to 17, Chad Henney scrambles left for 13 yards, setting up a 4th and inches situation for the Chiefs with less than 2 minutes to go. Henny reached a top speed of 17.98 miles per hour on the play, faster than any Browns defender in pursuit. So uh, Chad's got some wheels. I know a lot of you are surprised by that. Um, and he showed them off uh, often at Wilson. And maybe yes. I can pull up some highlight videos of, of Chad uh, in his Wilson glory days. I know those are online. But if you're watching the show now, you see the next-gen stats image right there. So that was a fun one. Uh, and then this one. Maybe the best of the bunch just because it's from ESPN. It's hard to top that. Um, they get in the anything is possible hashtag. Chad Henney ends the Brown season and advances the Chiefs to the AFC title game. And a quick Photoshop of Chad's face on Iron Man busting <laughs> out of Arrowhead. Uh, gotta love that. Uh, I know there's another one going around of, of him, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes on the um, Any Given Sunday poster. <laughs> Henny, Henny Given Sunday. Um, that one's floating out there as well. I don't know if I have that one. Here's the Mahomes tweet right there. Awesome. Love it. Great stuff. Um, <laughs> the other Steeler Nation one you mentioned, Chad Henney. The Browns is the Browns. <laughs> La who suffer. <laughs> uh, it, just, it was just so much fun having, uh, ha- having um, Chad be the center of attention. Um, in this way. And then uh, WFMZ mentioned it uh, and all was well, all is right with the world. Um, how, how are you feeling when Chad came into the game? What, what were you thinking? So, like I said, like all of a sudden I went from like, Oh, I hope the chiefs win, but I'll be happy for the Browns to, Oh no. Like the, no. the chiefs have to win this game now. <laughs> like the chiefs have to win. Um, and again, just because I would feel bad for Chad you know, to have that shot. And then, you know, like the, like you said, win or lose, they're going to like make a big deal out of the quarterback play and all that stuff. And just, you know, I'm just, I just want him to have that chance to be successful. So it was, it was, it was fun to watch him go in. And like you said, 
So the interception came, and like I'm just like, well, the interception doesn't happen if they don't get the crackback call like right. on the play before because they were they were driving, they were doing well, and then they get the you know the illegal crackback block, which I. I understand the rule, but I don't understand how it applied in that on that particular play. Now, I don't necessarily mean that it was a bad call. I just mean that I don't understand how it was applied on that play because he blocked the guy in the direction that the ball was going. Like I don't know, he didn't. He wasn't coming back towards his end zone or anything. So I don't. I don't know exactly how that goes. So that was just an odd one to me. But it set up, you know, a a first and twenty five situation or whatever. So. You were in a tough spot at that point. Um, but, hey, like like I said, the three biggest plays he made down the stretch, getting that first down, the first first down on that last drive, and then the third down run uh, on third and 14, and then the pass on fourth and one um, was just – it was a lot of fun to get to see him step up in that situation. And, uh, yeah, and, and like I said – you know, we, we obviously, we, we enjoy watching Mahomes play. We hope he, you know, gets well really quickly, but it was for this one, you know, half of a game, it was, it was fun to see Chad go out there and, and get the job done. And in a way that like, it just feeds into it. And it's a lot of fun just cause we, yeah, you know, just getting to see him and, and all those memes and all that stuff. It's just a lot of fun. That's all. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun, but when I saw, and you mentioned it already, when Patrick got up and you could tell something wasn't oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I was expecting, honestly, with, with the replay to see something really, really bad. Like a yeah, really, yeah, really yeah. bad hit. And it, nothing jumped out to be well, like, oh man, first, that was crazy. When but he, his like, reaction to it. Because like, you could tell when he got to it, like he's on his knees. I was like, oh no. Because he had clearly hurt his foot earlier in the game. I was like, did he hurt his leg more? You know, like, did he hurt his leg more? And then when he stood up and like did that, like, fighter wobble oh my gosh yeah. you're like oh. i was like wow did he really get hit that hard right and then it wasn't like anything egregious like that stood out but you know how that goes like sometimes that's just the way it, the way it works um but man yeah it was interesting yeah it was it was it was super interesting but I, you know, you see Mahomes get hurt. I'm just like, oh man, that really sucks. I hope he's okay. Oh, sweet. Chad's coming in. We're going right, to get to watch right. Chad in the playoffs with the chance to go to the AFC championship. And oh man, this is a lot of pressure. I'm, I'm right. like, oh man, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling right. the pressure. I have literally oh, all nothing the, all to this do stuff, with this. Right. All this stuff. And like, all of a sudden you're thrown into the biggest game of your career. Like but now how brilliant like i know people complain all the time about teams resting their starters but how brilliant does it look i was on the looking flip back side, right and, and now he gave said a it. lot of these guys meaningful time right to get it right. acquainted you know knock off the rust get ready to go right. you never know when your number's going to be called on right. right isn't that the mantra especially in high school sports right. you never know when it'll be your opportunity well and in in high like it's one thing like in college i know you know in college they talk about it a lot some of those colleges they carry 90 guys, 100 guys on the roster. You know, you you go to you go to like an NFL, they have 53 and they have they can only have what 48 active on on the game something, day. Yeah, something like that. Like they ha- they can only go with like 48 guys on any day. Like I I don't really understand all of that goes into that. I know that's a more complex thing than just an arbitrary number, but like it's just like, "Oh my gosh." So, yeah, you you need your guys to be in the zone and ready to go and 
they're they're ready. Chad was ready to step in there. Um, you know, there's a lot to be said for that. You know, not being like, oh, well, this is going to be, you know, it would be easy. You would think if you're on a team and Patrick Mahomes is the guy to maybe not be on every week at practice or to do all those things when you know that Mahomes is the guy and is going to be the guy. But this is what that's why you prepare for. Right. You never know when they're when the team is going to need you, not just for yourself, but the team needed him, and he was able to step up with with the play of his team. You know, right. so yeah, it was it was fun to see see it all work out that way. Yeah, it, it was it was great. It was great. Um, so I'm going to see if we can pull up some uh, vintage Chad Henney from uh, his days in in the stomping grounds of West Lawn. Um, see if we can get some of the, see some of the wheels that he showed off tonight. There we go. Um, let's see if we get in there. We know there's going to obviously going to be a lot of throws and we're going to, Justin and I are going to talk while this plays. Cause I think it's a few minutes long, but uh, you can get some, uh, some of these high school highlights. Uh, here's the run. This is against Redding. Um, yeah, he had a few of those. Yeah. He had a few of those. Um, this is, um, my senior year. This is Chad's junior year. Uh, had a huge, huge touchdown run. Uh, against Reading, so maybe we'll see a few more of those in these highlights. Otherwise, you can just enjoy these highlights because why not? Why why not show these while we discuss? Um, there's another big run. Um, so yes, Chad Henney's he he has he has wheels. Yes, he, believe it. You saw proof here today on national television. Also, proof that he's going to do anything to get the job done. Right. Um, which was like I knew when he started the scramble, I saw there wasn't too many people around. I was like, oh, he's going to scramble for the first. Then I saw the guys coming in. I was like, he's not sliding, guys. No, like, no. he's going to try to run you over. <laughs> yeah. um, and he did a good job of attempting that. I still think uh, he was very close to getting the first down. Yeah. But again, it doesn't Either matter. way, right. It, it set matter. up it set up the great play after that. It was still huge because it allowed for them to go for it. You know, and he got down and he didn't get, it wasn't out of bounds. It wasn't like he was diving out of bounds and the clock stopped. Everything went perfect on that. So, unbelievable. So, while this plays, um, you know, obviously the Chiefs won the game. They beat the Browns. Browns out of the playoffs. Like you said, I if it wasn't against the Chiefs with Chad Henney, I may have been pulling for Cleveland just because why if not? Chad wasn't on the team, I probably um, would have been rooting for him, especially given the fact that I I I like Andy Reid, but he won one last year. Like I I could probably be on that Browns bandwagon and be like, why how can you not root for the Browns? You know, like Right. Which I understand. Like I said, I understand for some people, but like in a in a given game, I don't mean necessarily as like changing fandom, but like in a game you can be like Man, like the Browns, like it's the Browns. How can you not be happy for them if they win? It's kind of how I felt last night about the game. Like, yeah, I, I, I wanted, I probably, if I am being honest, my root, my rooting interest was probably for the Ravens. But like, how can you not be? And again, now you're a Dolphins fan. <laughs> I was gonna say, right. me, but like, I but like, when be. I look, I'm like, how can I not be happy for the Bills? Like, I mean, it's the Bills. No, I mean, like, I get that. It's no, been... and you understand it, even if it doesn't necessarily apply right. to you. I get it. Like, and my my dad's like, he's like, I don't know, I kind of feel without knowing the Chiefs' result today, because right, right. he's obviously going to be cheering for the Chiefs, but he doesn't have anything against the Bills. Well, of course, his team beat him in the Super Bowl twice. So, yeah. like, why does he care? 
But no, me, I'm like, I can't cheer for the Bills. I don't care that they haven't been to this game in 27 years. No, 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 that doesn't matter. That no. doesn't matter. No, They're the Bills. Not. Just like it's been, it's the Patriots the last two decades. Right. Now, like, no, AFC East teams are no, no go. It's a no fly zone. But I understand the appeal for others. If Chad wasn't on the Chiefs, I probably would have been for the Browns. But I'm, I'm all in on the Chiefs with, with Chad there. But the Bills are there because of their win last night over the Ravens. We'll talk about yesterday's games as these uh, Chad Henney highlights, high school highlights play. Um, I, I, I honestly last night didn't surprise me. We kind of talked about it no, last week. No, we it didn't surprise me at all. We're on the Bills. We thought they would win. Both teams had come in hot. We b- thought both teams could stutter. The, you know, have have a have a a, a bad game. But we were both in agreement that if that was going to happen, though, we thought it was going to be with Baltimore, and that's exactly what happened. Right. Baltimore laid an egg. Right. They did. They and didn't look well prepared. Like, no, I, so it, I don't know if that was on it, the, the game plan or the players executing it. It looked to me like they were like, oh, we got over the hump last week. You know, like that's kind of what well, it looked we, like. We talked about that last and, week. It was such a you know an right. emotional victory over the Titans right. for them. For a variety of reasons, both what had happened the last two times they met, and also for Lamar's like supposed you know media driven, Lamar can't win right. in the playoffs, which was stupid to begin with. But all that stuff built up; they were so focused right. and excited, and then they just they couldn't get it done this week. Right, and I think, and part of it is I feel like the Bills, the Bills are a, a better all around team. Like they have better weapons all around on offense. Like, I feel like on defense, they have been more stable. I know that's a little crazy because the Bills have had some games earlier in the year where the defense didn't play. So I should say middle of the year where the defense didn't play so well. But, like, I I felt like it was a bad matchup for the Ravens. Whereas I thought the Titans were a good matchup for the Ravens in the sense that they're not a great – they aren't great at stopping the pass – they were going to sell out to stop the run, but they aren't great at stopping the pass. Whereas the Bills, I'm like, the Bills are very good at stopping the pass. Like, and they're going to sell out to stop the run. So, like, just all those things, I'm just like, I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to go very well. Um, and, it, and it didn't. But here's the thing. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, yes, but one play, like, if that, if the pass is caught by a Ravens player in the end zone, it's 10-10 instead of 17. Like, you know, it wasn't like the Bills. The Bills defense to me stood out because they had trouble stopping the run against Indy the week before. What stood out to me also a little bit was that the Chiefs, or not the Chiefs, I'm sorry, that the Ravens were able to hold their offense to 10 points. Like, I thought that their offense would do a little bit more as well. Um, now, the Ravens defense has been good, but I didn't, peg them as that good but the right. Ravens defense honestly the last two weeks they shut down Derrick Henry and then to hold the defense held the Bills in check it was just the offense couldn't get going but the Bills defense played really well too I thought like I don't sometimes you get beat by the better team and I feel like that's what it was now you, you got to put up more than three points but you you also had maybe one of the best kickers ever in the NFL miss two field goals you right. know, like that was a huge thing, huge deal. When he missed the first one, I'm like, okay. Right. When he missed the second yeah, one, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, they're in Whatever. trouble. They're in trouble. You know, so yeah, he missed more field goals this year in the playoffs than he had ever missed in the playoffs before. 
just wasn't their night, that's for sure. No. And it was super windy. Like, I get all that. But, like, those are the things that go into it. You know? So, I mean, let, let's get down to it. Bills at Chiefs next week. What, what are you thinking? How do you feel uh, right now about see, that? Yeah, I feel bad because, like, a lot of it depends on, on Mahomes to me. Like, just in any terms of how this is, how it's going to go. Like, but I'm, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Um, I think they've got offensive weapons to give the Bills problems. I think their defense is going to struggle a bit to stop the Chiefs. No, sorry. The Chiefs are going to struggle on defense a little bit to stop the Bills. But I don't think that's a situation the Bills... If, if it's going to be a shootout, I'm taking the Chiefs. Like I, They have weapons everywhere. Um, by the way, Andy Reid coaching against one of his protégés in... Sean McDermott. In, in the uh, playoffs. Yeah. Um, in the AFC Championship game. like, um, And Sean Payton's from that tree, too, I think. Is he? I think so. From the early Philadelphia. Early years. Yeah. And that, I could be wrong on that. I could be wrong on that. But I think he is. But. I, I'm, I, I think the Chiefs win. Um, honestly, I, I. And I don't want this to sound awful like no. just because i hate the bills no. but no no matter i think the chiefs are winning this game um it, it would I, be I just, interesting like even it, it could be interesting even not knowing the quarterback situation moving forward like how sometimes that can really ramp up your like i don't want to say intensity but just like attention to detail in the weeks leading up like everyone every man has to step up kind of mentality you know i know that's cliche like everybody has to step up and well if you're arguably the best team of football, potentially you're you're there, and everyone steps up their game, like that can be a pretty pretty powerful thing. I, I do think it's it's a fun note. Uh, <laughs> should the Chiefs win, obviously Wilson represented again with Chad, yeah. um, working towards a back to back Super Bowl yeah. championships, which is absolutely amazing. But if the Bills should come out victorious. Wilson alum Rodney Hill is a strength coach with oh, the yeah, Buffalo yeah. Bills. So, a uh, fun connection there. Former Wilson football star, um, one of the greats from that 2008 team. Uh, he's team he's so been um, working uh, professionally in the strength and conditioning, your performance. Uh, he had been with the Lions before. He's, he is with the Bills um, in the capacity now. So, no matter what, a Wilson representation in the Super Bowl next year. And... Uh, if the Saints can get out of their own way and start playing football against the Buccaneers, you'd have the potential, if the Saints would win and go to Green Bay, and then the Saints would also have to beat the Packers, you could get Alec Anzalone uh, yeah. also from why I'm missing. Um, it would be fun to have lots of Burks representation yeah. in the, the sport's biggest event. Um, the Bucks are taking it to the Saints, I think, a little bit now. Okay. Um, it's uh, The Saints... The Saints have been shooting themselves in the foot with turnovers that the Buccaneers turned into 14 points. No, oh, all right. Uh, well, fumble and interception. So That'll do it. Um, yeah. You know, some people say if you uh, turn the ball over, you definitely have a have a bad day. Yeah. Um, I, I hear that's true. Yes. So, but, I mean, hats off to the Browns. They had a very strong season. Well, um, and did it to the Ravens. I mean, you look at it. Okay, quick side question here. In the AFC North, since they did have three since they did have three teams, 
make the playoffs. Who do you think the future? I know this is jumping way ahead. Who's the future brightest for? The, who's the immediate future brightest for? Teams. Yeah. Uh, Steelers, Ravens, Browns. Steelers, Ravens, Browns. I I say I think it's the Browns right now. Bengals. <laughs> it could be. It could yeah, be. I think we need a few more years. Could yet. be. Um, but like, the Steelers have 18 free Steelers agents. Steelers have issues. Oh, and if they don't restructure Ben's deal, if Ben wants to come yeah, back, he they have to restructure hit. it because yeah. he's $41 million. Um, Yeah, I mean, it looks like, to me, you would think Browns and Ravens are there to stay. Right. Again, it's tough to say w- that now because, you know, every year I would, there's like 40, right. 50% turnover. And I would comp- I completely understand how if somebody's like, all right, how are you going to handle success? Like, those are all legitimate See, things. Yeah, honestly, if you were like, if we discount the Steelers, which I don't like to do, but if we discount them because of the cap situation, the free agency questions, as well as, you know, Roethlisberger's health and, and money, you take them out of the equation and you say, who do you think has more success in 2021 in the regular season? I honestly, I'm probably going to stick in with the Ravens because I feel like the, the Browns, honestly, maybe they could take even a more of a step forward and make the AFC championship game next year. But I could also see, the floor like drop out from under them. I get that just because they have a lot of volatile personalities, um, especially all over that offense, including like one on defense, right? Their their biggest personality and maybe their biggest star on offense was out the majority of the season. And they played better without people were saying that in just a few games after he got injured. Now look at it. Right. And here you go. If if he's back and then you have a slow start next year, ooh, yeah, not not ideal. Yeah, not great. So, but as a, not a Browns fan, like, right, just a popcorn eating meme, man. Yeah. Like, I'm here for it. Let's see it. Let's see the show. So the first game yesterday was uh, <laughs> Packers Rams, and that game went exactly how I kind of thought. Yeah, it, it, the Packers got out to a lead, and then the Rams came back, and the Packers got out to a lead, right. and they tried to give it away, but it didn't end up happening. Green Bay gets the win. Devontae Adams scored a touchdown. Jalen Ramsey wasn't happy about it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers played another great game. That was uh, a perfectly designed play, too. It was. Like, yep. Because you couldn't even throw a flag for a pick. It was just well, running back and forth. Watching it live, I thought that's what Jalen Ramsey was mad about. It was his, it, right. It was his own guy. Right. Which they said, I saw a thing later. They said, like, they're pretty sure somebody was supposed to kick out on that coverage. Oh, okay. And they didn't, and that's why that's he's why like, he what mad. are you doing? Well, I saw him to, to whine and complain right away. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Typical. Typical. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that one, I mean, I just, as much as I thought the Rams defense was good enough, to, you know, to stick with the Packers, I was questioning how much the Rams are going to score. Even with the Packers defense that, you know, hasn't right. been great, just Jared Goff hasn't scared me this year. No, and, and they didn't. They didn't stick with no, the Jared running Goff. Game as Jared much Goff as they took a step back have. this year, and he wasn't really the problem no. yesterday. Like now, I say that at one point he had completed like sixteen of eighteen passes mm-hmm. for like a hundred and ten yards. Yeah, like chipping it, away, right? Like five yards a thing, which is fine, but like that's not going to get it done. You need to throw the ball downfield, and he did some yesterday. But here was the thing: at one point he had like. Eight com- or it might have been like ten completions for like ninety some yards, but he had two that went for like sixty some. So if you take away the others, they were really really short passing game. And I know he had a broken thumb like three weeks ago, right? But that's not yeah. going to get it done. Not ideal. So uh, it will be Packers in the NFC Championship game against the winner of the Buccaneers Saints game. And like I said uh, last, I knew the Buccaneers were. Um, 
well, looking the, pretty good against the Saints. Well, if the Buccaneers win, then that makes it easy for who I'm rooting for in that game. I'll root for the Packers in that game. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. I, I, like I said last week, though, Buccaneers... Well, let me be fair. Like I, I'll probably be rooting for the Packers either way, even though I'd be more... Well, the game I, is much closer than I thought it was. So. I don't necessarily want the the Packers. Or it's not that I want Drew Brees to lose, but I the rest of the Saints I don't really care about. <laughs> so it's twenty three to twenty in favor of the Buccaneers. Uh, seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Saints do have the ball though um, in their territory, approaching midfield. Um, but like I said, the Saints have kind of shot themselves in the foot with the turnovers leading to points. Buccaneers. You know, without the help of turnovers, they've generated nine points. I think Drew Brees just threw an interception. Oh, jeez. Well, that's less than ideal as well. So, um, as it stands, there's still opportunity for the Saints to uh, come back. They are down and now apparently are without the football with, um, you know, closing in on five or six minutes left in the game. If the score holds, it will be Tampa Bay at Green Bay. That's a tough one for me. Um I feel like Green Bay will win. I don't know. I I just I, no. I get it. I get I it. I'm just like yeah. I don't know. I don't know who I want to win. So it's very important to me, Chad, <laughs> that the Chiefs win next week because if it's Bills Packers or Bills Bucks, I'm not going to be happy. Just putting that out there. Not going to be happy. So. Clearly, I am the reason that the Chiefs have to win. The one and only reason is to to not make me have to root for a team I don't want to root for because I don't want the Packers because I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers fan. I only don't want the Bucks because I don't want Tom Brady to win another one, and I can't like the Bills because they're an AFC East team. So, see, I, literally I, everything is hanging. I tell on the Chiefs. like I look at it this way: no like pressure. I know you may not be a big Rodgers fan, and I wouldn't really count me as a big Rodgers fan, but like. You could kind of look at it as like, oh, he could supplant Favre in in uh, in Packers lore if he if he were to get another one there. Like, I feel like that's something you could buy into. I know, I know, I know Favre's way up there on your list of uh, favorite quarterbacks, but yeah, he's way up there. I super, <laughs> super love Brett Favre too. Yeah, good maybe stuff. maybe on some of those lists, but just not the favorite quarterbacks list, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's 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 on a few of those lists, but uh, none of them are good, but. Yeah, so there you have it. We're yeah, that was a fun uh, one. Essentially have our NFL Conference Championship matchup set, wow. barring what happens in the saints Bucks game. So right now, it would be Green Bay-Tampa Bay and uh, Kansas City-Buffalo. Yeah. Entering the year, not, I, not I, too surprising, I guess. I mean, we both were... We were down on Green Bay, but we weren't like right. complete. Like we thought they were. Well, they were coming off. And they were, three, uh, right, and which they, they kind of they were. were right. So last night when they jumped out to a lead early, I'm like, like in a decent lead early. I was like, I almost texted you, be like, this is the Packers team, like that I've been waiting to see, not like rooting to see, but just like kind of waiting to see, like clearly the better team, all this stuff. And I and I said to myself, I typed it out, and then I deleted. it. I was like. The Packers a number of times this year have jumped up on a team and then let them right back right, into the yep. game. And then there I am sitting in the second half and they get the ball. The Rams get the ball down one score. I'm like, here we go. Like, this is it. But now that they were able to complete the long pass and uh, yeah, but don't get me wrong. Like, it's always more fun when your team's involved. Like, however, it it's also fun just watching some of these games and be like, 
I kind of want this team to win, but I don't really care. Like, (laughs) I I don't want that all the time, but it is a nice alternative to me just being miserable because my team pooped to bed. Or a team that you hate won. Right, yes, yes. Which is just as bad. Right. Yeah. So, like, there isn't really a team left that, like, I'd be upset if they won. But, like... I have rooting interest, and the Chiefs are probably at the top of that rooting interest of the teams that are left. Let's so. say the Chiefs are up here, and everyone else is down here. Right, that's, to be that's fair. left. That's mm-hmm. left. Right. So, um, As I play the, the Chad Henney highlights again to close out the show, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I, I'm happy that we were able to get Chad on the show as well. Um, we appreciate him taking the time to talk with us. If you're tuning in here late as we're wrapping up and you missed the interview with Chad Henney, he was on for about five or six minutes, uh, about 10 or 15 minutes into the show. So uh, check back at the beginning, scrub through, rewind on your device, and you can hear from Chad. You know, We asked, asked him a few questions about the game this evening, and we do very much appreciate him taking the time away from his family to uh, to talk with us. And um you know, like we do every time, you know, he's talked with us uh, now. He's been on the show, the main guest on the show for, um, well, a few times. Um, what, three, three, three big ones. He, no. he did that 100th show with us um, now almost eight years ago. And then we were able to get him on um, the Joe Mays and J-Raff show two years ago now, um, which was the year that the Chiefs came up just short against the Patriots. And then last year. When uh, Tampa Bay is up ten now, by uh, the way. So and then last year, obviously, when he won the right, Super Bowl, after the Super which Bowl, was we had him ton on. of tons yeah. of fun. Um, had him here, and uh, he he gave us a bunch of great pictures that we got to share, and uh, you know got to sit here and talk with the Super Bowl champion. Yeah, and, I think uh, I joined in uh, virtually for that. You were one. virtual for that one, yep. yeah. So, but that was, was a- when I had a sinus infection so bad that the infection spread to my eye. <laughs> wonderful because they were like oh it looks like pink eye but then it was not it was just like oh that's a terrible sinus infection well good times good times, good times. <laughs> yeah wonderful love it love it so yep we appreciate everyone joining and thanks again to chad henny for taking time to talk with us this evening i'm sure he was in high demand um after that uh the thrilling victory that he helped the chiefs orchestrate against the browns in this evening's AFC divisional round matchup to go to the AFC championship game. Again, Chiefs there for the third straight season. Chad Henney there for the fourth straight season. So yeah. um, it's all everything's coming up, Chad Henney, and uh I think we're all okay with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm perfectly fine. It's with that. amazing how uh Berks County responded to that. It actually I haven't checked recently, but um the post one of the posts that I made, I think one of the videos, it, it may have been uh the 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 running play maybe i think oh no it was the it was the check down throw i think to damian williams when they said how incredible what incredible read uh it hit it had hit a chord on facebook and had a lot of shares so <laughs> um, people are enjoying that content on the wilson football pages the wilson bulldogs football pages facebook twitter instagram and you can follow me as well i'm trying to find as many um really funny um chad henny names and pictures that people are coming up with uh like the jordan one like the uh, simpsons one and um i also saw the one uh, i think i sent to you of uh them saying chad henny on third and 14 and it's a picture of michael vick so um yeah people were loving chad chad's wheels which we showed you tonight um with 
the Wilson highlights of his, of his days as a, you know, running some read options and whatnot. Uh, didn't get to do a lot of that at Michigan or on the NFL, but no. we, we knew, we knew he had, that was not, a, that was not a staple of the Lloyd Carr offense. <laughs> no, it was, no, it was not. So, uh, maybe if Rich Rod had, had made I did, it, I did so. see the one and you might've sent it like, no, it's just like, you know, Chad gets, Chad beats a team from Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chad, yeah. Yeah. The quote was Chad Henney can't beat a team from Ohio. And then the Michael Jordan with Chad right. Henney's face yeah. on him sitting on the couch. And I took that personally. <laughs> right. So yeah, great stuff. I had that one up here on the feet earlier. So really, really fun. Um, very happy for him. And, and Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs. And Chad, when Chad was on the show last year, he talked about, you know, oh, yeah. why wouldn't you want to play for Andy Reid? Right. And, you know, kind of reinforcing that here this evening. Yep. So, so excellent, excellent stuff. Anything uh, you want to add here, Justin, before we take off for the evening? No, just uh happy birthday to my dad was this week. Um, so yeah, that, that was it. That was the only one. All right. Yes. Happy birthday to uh, pastor Jeff. And um, we'll be back again in one week's time for episode 325 on January 24th, 830. Uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts uh, and Google Play and leave us a review. We don't have uh, any reviews, I think, on Apple Podcasts. So if you do that, please uh, leave us a review and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, and visit the website, jmnjrradio.com. We'll be back for our conference championships discussion by this time next week. We'll be very close to knowing who will be playing in Super Bowl 55. And man, do I hope it is the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, Otherwise, yes. it may not be a great... <laughs> as ecstatic as I am right now, this Sunday, next week could be really bad. Oh, yeah. Really bad. Oh, yeah. Um, so, honestly, for NFL sake, Packers-Chiefs would be an awesome Super Bowl to have since, you know, that was the first Super Bowl, I believe. Was yeah, it was Packers some of those Chiefs. early ones, yeah. So, it uh, would be fun to have uh, that one here. So, I was talking, and this, this was before, but I was like, man, look at the... Look at, and obviously, no offense to Chad, but this is including Mahomes as quarterback, but like the dichotomy of the quarterback matchups. Like you have Josh Allen against Mahomes in right. the AFC the, Championship game, the young and you guys. have Rodgers against most likely Brady in <laughs> the other one. Yeah, like, well, I mean, you said last week, man, as the NFL have to be happy with the matchups because you yeah. have. Four more marquee quarterbacks, most likely, right. in these games. Because at the time, it was either going to be Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen right. against Patrick Mahomes or Baker Mayfield. Those right. are all four bankable stars. And then in the NFC, probably the odd man out was Jared Goff, but he he's from you know he plays for the LA team, so you have that going for you. But then the other three are Rodgers, Breeze, and Brady. So no matter what, the NFL had to be like, yes, thank you. But here we are. Um, and ready to go so we'll sign off here so you can finish watching the buccaneers saints game and like we said we'll be back again next sunday to talk about the conference championship games and um we won't dive too much into the super bowl preview because we'll have that show for you in two weeks so lots coming here on the joe Mays and jraf show and again thanks to our special guest Chad Henney for joining us to, for a quick discussion this evening to talk about his team's victory and advancement to the AFC Championship game. So for Justin Raffoff, I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be back again in one week's time.
That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show, brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your emails to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at joemaysandjraff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time...